Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Hustle. Directed by Jeremiah Zager, Hustle is the sports drama film starring Adam Sandler. The movie is out now on Netflix, but if you haven't seen Hustle yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our review. We will be talking spoilers. The film features Spanish professional Utah jazz basketball player Juancho Hernan Gomez as the main protagonist and Minnesota Timberwolves player Anthony Edwards as the main antagonist with Queen Latifah, Ben Foster and Robert Duvall also starring Jason. You have the plot. Stanley Sugarman's love for basketball is unparalleled, but the travel-weary Philadelphia 76ers scout who has higher ambitions of being a coach remains stuck on the road looking for the next unknown talent. His search around the world leads him to Spain when he discovers Bo Cruz, an incredible streetball player with a troubled past. Adam Sandler, drama and sports. We've had sports very recently from Happy Madison. So not quite starring Adam Sandler. That was home team with Kevin James. This is not that. <laughs> I, I didn't I'm we, happy to yeah. report. <laughs> we, didn't we say when we reviewed that, we were like, you know what? They should have just gone full drama with that movie. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think. An example I, of yeah. that happened. I think. Kevin James could have surprised some people as well, maybe if they went in a different direction with that film. Now, I knew going in, this film was produced by Adam Sandler, also produced by LeBron James, which, you know, makes sense. It's a basketball movie. But I knew Adam Sandler was producing, but at the same time, I was surprised to see the Happy Madison logo. Yeah, it did, Knowing, appear, it did appear at the start there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. But I, I don't know. I mean, it, of course, it tracks. It makes sense that it would. But I think I more so associate Happy Madison with, uh, I don't want to say home team, but, you know, he's <laughs> done many good films, and he, and he has. But thinking about the last serious Netflix film we got with Sandler was Uncut Gems. But I know that he didn't produce that. It's just, I think for me, when he does dramas, usually it's not with his production company. I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know, like even films like, uh, I don't know, Spanglish, Punch Drunk Love, um, that, I don't know, there, there's a few other ones, Rain Over Me. Like, Rain Over Me. Did they, it's been a while. They didn't since... have the Happy Madison. I don't think so. Logo production thing it's been it? It's been a while. Because we've even got Alan Cover. As a producer, which again, he's part of Happy Madison with yeah. Sandler. So it was surprising seeing his name on this film. We're big Adam Sandler fans on this podcast. I just want to remind people <laughs> of that. But lately, outside of what was it? Uh, Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston, that's getting a sequel. That was good. But for the most part, we've not been getting the best films from Happy Madison. And based on the trailer for this film, the the reviews, it was mostly positive. 
So I was thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be something more high-end. And that's why Happy Madison threw me at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, anyway, it, it almost was a, again, like, we, we are both so fond of, like, Happy Madison films, maybe not so much lately. But, yeah, like, when, when that logo did show up, it, it was a little bit like, oh, like, in a, I hate to say it, but, yeah, it was sort of like, Oh, is this something I should be cautious of? But, but you know what? Like when it comes to when it comes to to drama, I I love it when Adam Sandler does drama. You mentioned Uncut Gems just before, like his most recent dramatic role. Even though he was still a little bit quirky in that film, but when when Sandler does drama, I love it. I love it when he is just playing a normal kind of guy. And he, you know, like, because he can actually deliver those kinds of, you know, just level depth to his performance. Like, it's just great to see when he's not just being a goofball. Sometimes it really works when he's doing it. Sometimes it it doesn't. Um, And then when it comes to the sports side of things, I mean, we're both not very sporty, uh, sporty people. But I think, you know, outside of maybe Space Jam, um, I feel like, is is it safe for me to say, you know, if we were to pick maybe five sports movies that we enjoy watching, are they Happy Madison, Adam Sandler movies? I'm going to say probably oh, yes. <laughs> no, I've got to be honest. I do like sport movies, movies based on sport. But name three I just don't of them like right actual now. sport. Get them three right now. Well, I can use Field of Dreams for baseball. Okay. I can use no, any given Sunday hard. for yeah, American yeah. football. You're thinking too I can hard. I can give the examples. <laughs> Tin Cup for golf, another Costner film. So I see sport movies, right? Just not real sport. I do feel like you thought about that too much. Like if you were to say to me, like, give me some sports movies. But again, besides Space Jam, I'd be like Happy Gilmore, um, Water Boy. <laughs> the I mean, honestly, guard. my brain you just literally goes to those movies. You put me. You put me on the spot, and that's what I came up with. Ah, fair enough. College fair football, enough. Varsity Blues. So I do watch sport movies. You ruined not, my uh, point. You just not sport. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Although Happy Gilmore is my favourite sports movie. Ah, oh, but then there's Waterboy. There we go, going back See? to Happy Madison. Now you're, now you're just like, yeah, it's a nice place to be. Adam Sandler, sports, even though those are comedies. But it's just, I don't know. I like Adam Sandler sports movies. It's really weird. Although those films that you did... Longish Yard. <laughs> uh, yeah, not so much. But <laughs> to be fair, that's, that's good. A, that's a, it's, it's okay, but it's not like not great. And to be fair, that is a remake. So there's that. But those movies you did mention, like, you know, all of those Field of Dreams, etc. like good films, good films, some quality sports films out there. But we've got a sports film here about basketball, which actually is... You know, like Adam Sandler, he's done golf, he's done the hockey, he's done football. It, it, like basketball is actually, at least I've read this somewhere, like, is actually his favourite, I suppose. It's his... Yeah, uh, no, I've read that. Passion for it. I've read that as well. And he can, he can play. He's really good on the court. And at one point in this film, Queen Latifah's character does say, He's actually pretty good. And I thought we were going to get to see Sandler. I know that he has the injured hand, but I thought we were going to get to see him shoot some hoops in the film, but we never do. Yeah, it would. Have, I mean, it would have been nice to see him and and Cruz sort of 
just you know even you know like you essentially get you know like the, like the rocky montage of of training sessions but it would have seem to see them sort of just like shoot some hoops like together that would have been nice but yeah you're right like he's got the injured hand plot uh thing so that took him out of it i guess but you you've said it already we're getting a really good performance from sandler here because it can do the guy who shouts but it can also do the sweet guy and we're getting a lot of that from here like we get i mean robert duvall is in this movie which is great i mean not too long we get him in the opening um which makes way for ben foster's villain who i thought he did such a good job but we get like through Duval's character, he's like saying that, you know, you used to be the guy. Like, you know, you wouldn't let anybody push you around, but that's not the version of Sugarman that we're getting in this film. This is him after, you know, he's had a family and life's getting him down. And yeah, Sandler does that so well. Like just that montage of, I mean, I think it went through all the fast food chains when we're getting in, in all these different hotels and just he really sold that lifestyle. Yeah, there's a good, there's a good, like very rapid fire setup to, to this character. You, you almost instantly knew where he was in life, what his family dynamic was. Um, and then you also got enough of who he, who he is like on a, you know, personality level, you know, through his interactions with his wife, with his kid, his time alone in those hotel rooms, which sounds kind of creepy, but you're right, like, you know, with the fast food, his interactions on the phone and, you know, like going to his meetings and things like that. Like, you, there's so much you get for this character just in the very early points of this movie, which is just great use of time, just great use of screen time. Um, and then the, the obviously the performance helps as well but um yeah you're right with the with all that fast food i mean they they make a few jokes about you know this character sort of putting on a bit of weight getting a bit fat which i think again just like it kind of just just sandler just being the everyman kind of thing is just good to see as well yeah and, and again he does it he does it so well he absolutely does it so well you made a good point there about how rapid fire it is in the openings it really is like it packs so much information into the op- opening but in a, in a good way like it's got a mm. really good flow to it so when you do get bo cruise it does slow down yeah but again but it, it needs it, to because then you can focus on on that character and he himself he's got i mean there's so much to him where we're sort of getting glimpses of the, uh, you know they try not to reveal, reveal too much because there's hints of like a troubled past, but then, you know, you've got like him and the, and his mom and his daughter, it's his daughter, right? Not his sister, it's his daughter. No, no, it's his daughter. Cause that's the thing. He's the, the most, yeah. yeah. The time that he's had away from her to be in the U S that's the most time part of he's it. ever but, had away from her. Yeah. It's his daughter. But even him, like when they're, when, you know, um, you know, when Sugarman's talking to the family about like, okay, this is potentially something I can get done for you, you know, like the money's there, we're, it's going to happen. And then just that interaction, like with the mom also, you know, oh, he's got work tomorrow. Oh, what's like, oh, oh, he'll call in sick. Like it's yeah. all good. Like there's, <laughs> there's enough, there's enough sort of very like natural humor as well, like with these characters. And 
I feel like there's just such a really good balance of introducing these characters, letting you know what you need to know about them. And then you can just sort of strap in. And like I said, Rocky montage type training and, you know, like preparing and lots of just lots of on the court basketball action, which again, like not being the biggest sports guy, but it's like, you know, I got sucked in. I was like, yeah, you know, just, the way they're moving the ball and, and stuff like that and the the squeaky bloody basketball shoes. Like I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> this is fun. Like I'm having fun. I mean, this is real, real basketball players. Real basketball, and that is yeah. the big, the big selling point. I mean, let's let's really talk about Hernan Gomez then, because he is a real life basketball player. What I want to say, basketball player, not an actor really, until this film. He is absolutely fantastic in this film. He sells, I mean, skills on the court. Well, you'd expect him to have that. But the emotion, and I'm talking sadness, anger, joy. This guy is is an actor. But they clearly wanted to cast somebody that could do the moves that can actually play basketball yeah. and do what they would need the characters to do. But they've really looked out here because this guy is such a good performer. I was really impressed because I did know going in that he was a real-life basketball player. It doesn't always work, does it? <laughs> like just because you... somebody's really good at a particular sport yeah. doesn't make them a great actor. Have you Whereas seen Space this Jam, guy... New Legacy? Anyway, um... <laughs> No, I was I mean, thinking. What I was thinking of um, when you were talking sports movies earlier, Double Team popped into my head. Remember that, Dennis Rodman and Van Damme. Jeez, <laughs> oh, and I mean, but this guy is—he is—he yeah. is, no, look, I, he is so bloody good. I—I I didn't read too much into this. I was just like, look, Adam Sandler again. The selling point: hey, a drama. Cool. Let's just jump in there. It's on Netflix. It's there for me. Already paid for it. Um, so I didn't know this guy was actually a professional basketball player. Now, when you first see him, you know, like there's, it's just like the, you know, they're, they're just playing strict basketball, like, you know, at the local courts, like there's nothing, nothing too full on about it. It's like, okay, look, a lot of the shots here, really good crafty camera work and, you know, movie magic. And you, you're watching this, this guy, like, you know, again, like with the scenes with the family and then like traveling with, with Sandler's character back to uh, like to America. And I'm like, at no point was I telling myself like, yeah, this guy's a real basketball player. I was like, no, this guy's an actor. Like they've just got an actor because I wasn't even questioning it. I was like, he's that good. He's that good. And, but then when you get him on the, on like, and he's actually in the court and he's doing those moves that are meant to be sort of selling himself. I'm like, holy shit. Like, is, again, like, is this, is this like stunt work? Is there a double or is this guy actually doing this? This, this guy's really good at basketball. And then it wasn't until later on, I was like, ah, he's actually a freaking basketball player in the NBA. That makes sense. So I was baffled. I was actually baffled. So confusing. Yeah, I mean, he he sells it. He sells the film because of everything you've just said. That, that when the, when he's on the court and he's doing all of that, then, yeah, it would have been camera trickery. It would have been a stunt double. Where is that? And I'm like, damn, like <laughs> I apologize for misjudging you in those in the opening scene on the courts. Like that, that's mental. But like the scene where you know he he finds out that 
you know, like Sugarman sort of sort of taken a gamble, didn't actually have it locked in, you know, the, you know, the big, the lie, the twist sort of becomes unraveled. And, you know, like they're in the street and they're screaming at each other, you know, like they're arguing and they're yelling and he's actually like, he's hurt. He feels that he's betrayed and he's expressing that. And I'm like, I'm feeling this. This is like, this is really working. And it's because of these two guys. Like, again, Sandler is doing what he should do more. <laughs> oh, it really, he's, he's it doing... really should. And you, and you know, it is interesting that this is a Happy Madison film on Netflix because we've talked about it many times before. Like the Netflix deal that originally I think was four films, starting with Ridiculous Six, and it does seem like more and more Sandler is more interested in this kind of film. So could we be seeing more of this as part of that Netflix deal? Like it's not just going to be another comedy where David Spade will pop up, Kevin James, Rob Schneider, where Sandler could be looking at doing more things like this for Netflix. I mean, I know, or I think Netflix would want that. Saying that though, I mean, yes, this movie has performed really well for them, but so do his comedies. They do still have an audience. But I'd, I'm thinking Sandler could be more interested in this kind of film. I think if he is more interested in doing this, it's what he should be doing because this, this really does work. Um, I would love to see him put, like, spend more of his time into this as a passion and that, delivering on that so we get that quality and then save, save the, you know, like the, once in a blue moon, Happy Madison top tier sort of comedy film for when you know, like the effort's been put in and it's really been well crafted and reviewed and yeah, you know, like developed. So we get one of those comedies that just blows us away like they used to, you know, like just like this is silly, goofy, fun, and I'm uh, I'm loving it. That's how I want to feel when I watch these Happy Madison films, not the um, you know, not what we've been getting on Netflix. The past couple of years from them. It's just, you know, if I don't yeah. get excited when there's a new, you know, Adam Sandler comedy film. Uh, I, 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 I don't, yeah. I mean, I'll watch it, but I want to get excited. I'm the same. Like if he was we to focus on this and then save that for when it's right. Yeah. Less is more. Less is definitely. Yeah. More. Do, do more. Yeah. Do more things like this. But if you are going to do a film with your mates, just see if Sony will let Netflix do Grown Ups 3. That'd be a good time. That would be a good night at home fun, watching yeah. Netflix. I like it. Back to this film, though. Back to Hustle. <laughs> so, yes, Bo Cruz, great character. He struggles. Anthony Edwards is Kermit Wilts. He's a great rival in this film to the point where you really dislike him. Just and don't the know film why he kept popping up. He was just like, <laughs> I'm like, why is he at every like promotion yeah. event or whatever they call it? Like, I was like, isn't he already like on the roster or again, whatever you call it? Like, isn't he already selected? What's going on? But he's there. Well, he'd been talked about in the in the beginning. I'm pretty sure wasn't he talked about Sugarman didn't want him? Or was that another? Character I'm thinking of, but either way, yeah, he yeah. was purposely well, he, like he was against him. Like he, he was like, look, he's got the skill, but it's like he didn't have 
the personality, the story. There wasn't there wasn't all of that to them or something. Or, I don't know, or something, you know. Or but they kept, yeah, but you're right. They <laughs> they kept bringing this guy out, and yeah, he was getting inside Bo's head, and there was that big thing at the trial where they don't call it a trial, they call it anyway. When he's you know trying out for the NBA. And he's really trying to aggravate him and he's like waving to his daughter. She's waving back and he's, you know, using his daughter against him. And that moment where you think he hits him, but do we think maybe not? But anyway, it was still a good scene where he hits the floor beside his head. Yeah, yeah. It was a good, it was a good moment. And yeah, the, the guy playing Kermit was great. But I've got to be honest, when I saw Anthony Edwards in the opening t- opening titles, I was waiting for Goose from Top Gun. I thought, I thought that's who it was. <laughs> and then we're getting quite late into the film, and I'm Different like, guy. "Where's Goose?" Different guy. Different guy. <laughs> I mean, that that is that's it's the same name though, isn't it? That is Anthony Edwards. I, from uh, yeah, from memory, I think I'm gonna look it up just in case. No, no I've just looked it up as well. Oh no, that's. Oh, is that Anthony? No, that's, oh, no, Anthony. No, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah that's Anthony that's the Edwards. Same. There is there is I mean, two Anthony Edwards. I'm sure and... there's more. I'm sure there's more than two. But uh... <laughs> again, that's, I'm watching the movie. I saw the name Anthony Edwards recently. Watching Top Gun Maverick, I'm like, oh great, this is cool. I'm going to get to see ghosts. And then at the end, when he really went to town, like telling you who everybody was, as someone who doesn't watch. Basketball, that was very helpful. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. as I'm watching it and just commentating, I'm thinking, I bet that's a real person. I, I bet that's him playing himself. <laughs> a lot of that was happening throughout it. And then but you didn't know for sure. End, You're just like, yeah. But at the end, they told you who everybody was. <laughs> like, you know everybody. I, I, I noticed a couple, um, like, you know, like, like old NBA players basically from my Space Jam times, you know? I was like, ah, he was in Space Jam. <laughs> that guy I recognise, you know, well, I can I Shaqu- Shaquille O'Neal. Of course, yes. I mean, like, hey, it's the guy from Steel. <laughs> that DC <laughs> movie from 97. <laughs> it's that guy from Shazam. Wait, was that him? Was he in Shazam? Oh, you, don't do this because... No, not Shazam. That's a big thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's is that it, Mandela effect is thing. It, um, is it, I think, is it called Shazam. Kablam? Kazam, Kazam, that's Kazam. it. Not that was Shaquille, yeah, right? as the genie. Ah, I think so. Is yeah. it, or was it Simbad? You're right. No, Simbad was the effect. fake one. The Mandela effect. Everyone like thought there was a Simbad movie called Shazam, where he was a genie. But, but it's it was not the it's Shaq Kazam. movie called Kazam. <laughs> How's that? There you go. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, yes, yeah, so the Shaq's in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> is it Charles Barkley? Yeah, Charles Barkley. From Space Jam. <laughs> I was going to say from Family Guy. Is it even Family Guy? <laughs> yes, I, I like how our reference points are like film and TV, not actual basketball other, games. Other not non-sports related as well. Like not not really, not really. It's a Looney Tunes movie, <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, yeah, it, it was a great way to wrap the film we meant but before we actually wrap the review i want to go back to queen latifah as Teresa yeah. sugarman stanley's wife i thought she would great in this the two of them had such good chemistry even the scenes where they would signal each other from afar 
when he gets the assistant coach job, like she's had from the beginning and at the end when he gets his job back again, she's just in the audience. Yeah, those two I thought they had great chemistry. Yeah, sometimes when you see like, um, you know, whether whether it's a, just an on-screen romance or a, or a married couple, sometimes you just have to go with it and believe what you're seeing and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, sure, the movie's telling me they're together, so that's what it is. In this film, though, I there's something felt right like about the, the the two of them and maybe it was the added dynamic of the daughter as well in there and that but it's just like just again those very early scenes especially like in the kitchen sort of going back and forth between them something felt just really natural about it and again maybe yeah. it's it's sandler bouncing off you know queen latifah and and just again him just being what felt like you know, like he's like he's making dad jokes. Like he just felt like a dad, a husband. Yeah, you know, felt just, like just a guy, yeah, like just a charming you know, just guy. Like, that we all know, <laughs> <laughs> felt like a real couple, a real family. Mm. Because you know, we've gone through periods of Happy Madison films. So who is it married to this time? Oh look, Salma Hayek. Oh look, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. You know, it, it was just it was that for like a long time. Whereas. Yeah, like when he was at home, it felt homely. You mentioned the daughter, Alex Sugarman, played by Jordan Hull. Like she was great. She contributed. She's filming um, the footage, which helped them in the end, like getting Bo back playing again, that big scene at the airport where he gets him to come back. Oh, do you know what? I was oh, waiting. So many... I was waiting for like uh, just a classic. Um, end of a rom-com like airport oh, yeah. chasing. I was like, oh my God, are they doing this? This is exciting. And then it just cut and I'm like, oh. Yeah, cut and he's back. I'm like, and... oh, dude, just give me that. That would have been, and then it, it could have been <laughs> awkward about it and I would have been like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good with this. <laughs> but then nice. they got to the point where they played with your emotions and pulled at the heartstrings because we find, you know, well, we knew from the beginning that things had not been going Bo's way, like the mother of his child is no longer in the picture and he doesn't have a dad or not one that stayed with his mum. And then it's yes. his mum saying that basically, you know, you've done everything for me and for your child. You've always been that person. And when I first saw you in, in America, like you just looks like you, you didn't have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Mm. Like you looked happy. And that has happened because what you've done for us all these years, he had done for you. Stanley had been your oak tree. Like, he'd supported you. And then it was said that, you know, these are my tattoos. He's got yeah. them on his chest and down one arm. And then he shows his, his arm with no tattoos. And this is for my father. But then later he gets a tree yeah, to represent was, Stanley. That was sweet. Because it's like, obviously, oh, his so arm good. is completely blank because it's like he you know he said he's like this is for my daughter this is my mum blah 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 blah. the blank arm it's like this is my dad like this is for my father basically expressing that it's like there's nothing on there because there's no father there's there's nothing and then just to again just very simple and i guess like if you weren't paying attention to that dialogue earlier you know when he's obviously talking about his arm you're gonna miss that moment you're just gonna be like oh cool you got a tattoo no, that's very sweet, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. no, got to tell you on his blank left arm, um, just for his yeah. fun. It's just like, he has become that. It's like, oh, man. 
sweet. It's nice. And it's just, yeah, it is a it, bit it of really ele- elevation that just, what a way to wrap up. Like what a way to wrap up. It's good. So on that, if we do the rating, what would you give this movie out of five? I mean, look, I, I have praised the pretty much the majority of this movie. I mean, uh, there, there's moments where like, look, it does slow down. Uh, uh, you know, it's not all go, go, go. And, you know, there, there's there's moments where the drama really does work and other points where it, it is, you know, it, it does sort of teeter-tatter a little bit. It's still a very, it was, it's still a very enjoyable watch, like grossly engaging. I'm going to give it a, uh, a very comfortable four out of five. So good flick, especially for a Netflix Happy Madison Adam Zandler movie. Four <laughs> out of five. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to come in at the same. Also going to come in with a four out of five. There really is a lot to like about this movie. I mean, it does lean on a lot of sports movie cliches, but the cliches because they work and, and they do work in this film. You're right, though. Like it, it was a quick edit from the airport back to the basketball <laughs> court. Yeah, it's it's a good film, isn't it? And uh, it's getting great word of mouth, and I'm happy for that. And yeah, like I'm just hoping that maybe this is going to be Sandler turning a corner because he produced this. It's Happy Madison, and you've got to think. I mean, I don't know how closely he looks at reviews, but whether it's Spade in the wrong Missy or Kevin James in Home Team they don't get talked about like this movie has been talked about. So he's got to recognise that he's capable of doing films like this and they get received well. And this is a film that I know he's been very passionate about. He loves basketball. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so much love that has gone into this film. And yeah, come on, Sandler. I mean, I'm more than happy to watch Murder Mystery 2 that is coming uh, but more of this do do more of this because he's so good at it he's so good at the drama and not all comedians can do it but he really can yeah i mean look just go back to that home team movie or whatever the hell that was called it, if they had just made that movie like this it could have been an engaging engrossing just very well put together film but it wasn't because they went for that comedy route and it didn't land and this is just an example of just that exact movie just just done better like they they did this well they did this well okay now as always we like to close out some trivia and i've got to be honest the most most pieces of trivia that i came across were just about the 76ers which is the team yeah, in, the, sports. in the film. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just that, like mainly. Um, yeah, it was mainly that. So I guess the most interesting thing I could find that wasn't really that, the film has a similar premise to the fictional film Sayonara Davy featured in Sandler's Funny People. You know, the Judd Apatow movie he did yeah. in 2009, oh. where they did like heaps of movies, like one where Sandler was a baby. <laughs> um, you know, lots of like silly send ups of films that 
he could end up making for Netflix if he doesn't change uh, other other course correction. But yeah, so uh, not too much trivia, but I thought that was interesting. Oh, actually, just want to chuck this in. It's pretty interesting that it seems like Sandler has now come full circle. He started in Happy Madison. He started in Happy Gilmore, where it was a sports film, and his mentor had a mangled hand. Now he's the mentor in this Whoa. movie. What? There you go. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, more interesting. Brain did not go. Yeah, you should just leave with that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Although yeah. the funny people thing is interesting. Let's not take anything away. Ah, from thanks. That. But no, yeah, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. That's fun. He's the mentor with the mangled. With the mangled hand. Although I don't think go. it was an alligator that took. Me that. neither. I'm pretty but sure. There's a there's a poetic thing there. I like it. That's very cool. <laughs> It was a car accident. I was debating whether or not to bring that up because it's like it's ending on the on a sad note. But um, that's how we hit his hand. <laughs> Don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. Well, that's it for our <laughs> review of Hustle. <laughs> Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently reviewed Jurassic World Dominion. And keep an eye out for our next review, The Black Phone. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.